Okay, this is our first podcast we doing live, The Black Investors. I'm Courtney Price. He's Ross here. So uh, this is The Black Investors podcast where we talk about all investments from gem investments, from networking, model schemes, until um, all the way into real estate, which is our primary focus as of 2021. That's basically what we focus on. Absolutely. And we're going to start off by telling you how me and Courtney have met. Uh, interesting story, you know, and it's been, uh, we've been partners almost like brothers ever since. Well, how long? About five? At least five. At least five, five or six. That's yeah. right, yeah. So, uh, just a little background. We, Aziz and I both are from uh, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, um, Washington, D.C., outskirts, and we met in Dallas. <laughs> crazy, crazy story. I, I used to work at a, a bank as a banker, and Aziz came in, suited and booted with a big old check and say, I want to open up an account. And we just started talking. I'm like, are you from Maryland? Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. And I tell people all the time, it's like, we just hit it off even before we knew. And then I showed him my ID. He was like, man, I live right over here. That's I still right. have my Maryland ID. That's right. Yeah. that's right. I said, dang, man, you 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 live right up the street. Where I went to school at. I went to the school in Fort Washington. He said, man, hey, that's where we at. Man, and since then, we've been rocking and rolling ever since. Just keep yeah. growing and growing. But, yeah. uh so when, when we met, what we do after that? I gave you a call on the phone afterwards. What happened? After, yeah, after the bank, we met. You said, hey, man, let's meet around, around the corner at the Starbucks. And uh, yeah, I went, right. went at the Starbucks, and you had a book waiting for me. And uh, just based on my conversations, Aziz could tell that I was business-focused. I, I just moved to Dallas from Atlanta. When I went to school, I went to, I graduated from Clark, Atlanta. So after that, I, I moved to Dallas and um, was out there and just trying to get my feet wet at 24, 25. And uh, Z could tell that. And uh, when we met, he had this book waiting for me. And uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, probably everybody on here probably read that. Man, it was my first one too. My first one, Rich Dad, Poor Dad opened my mind. And and that was another thing. I went to Morehouse, mm-hmm. he went to Clark. So mm-hmm. that was another thing we had mm-hmm. in common. It was just, you know, when too you much meet people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So when we met, what, I gave you the book? Gave me the book. I, and uh, I read the book, and let me, let me take it back. One, one thing that uh, I tell people, reason why I trusted Aziz is because number one, I, I, unlike other people, I met him at the bank, you know, so I, I bypassed a lot of the trust factors. Because every time I tell the story, people are like, oh, well, you met him at the bank. I'm like, that's true. But you still got to get, you know, I could tell off break that Aziz had good intentions and I was just thirsting for knowledge. So yeah, I was going to take advice. I was listening to whoever had something to say and I was going to go from there. But and we, I don't mean to jump in on yeah, That's the key right there. You have to be open. Courtney was open. His mind was open. He's not looking for, oh, somebody trying to get over us. What, what they're looking at? He's saying, look, I don't know what this dude, who this dude is. I met him at the bank, but I'm open. I'm trying to gain knowledge. I'm trying to learn some things. And we have that open mindset, is what we're going to talk a lot about. That that leads you to other things. But when you're closed, then you're you know you don't advance. You're gonna be in that in that closed mindset. So um, yeah, Z's had that book for me, and I read that book. It was an easy read, and it was just something that, you know, I felt like my dad was the was the uh, he wasn't rich, but he had the rich set rich dad mindset. You know what I'm saying? And uh, rich dad mindset. And it was just very interesting about that. And, and Aziz, ever since I met him, he just always talked about changing the mindset, mindset, mindset. And that's and I and it hit me five years later. Why? But now 
as this first podcast where we talk about mindset, mindset, mindset. Man, so. and you'll see, and we'll talk about that later, how much, what a, um, a Courtney accomplished in that five years. And basically, like you said, just having that mindset. I mean, you know, and some people, oh, I'm, I'm reading, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and they don't see nothing happening. But it's happening on the inside of you. It's Like I said, it, you're changing your mindset. And then once you get there, bam, everything just starts clicking. clicking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and with Courtney, we'll be able to tell you about that. Maybe we'll address that another time. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it, it is definitely... It has to start off a mind. We cannot start a podcast about investing and not talk about changing the mindset that most of us are, you know, uh, are currently in. Because most of us, if you're black, we didn't come from too much. So that first dollar we hit, our mindset is the, I'm going, I'm going straight to Gucci. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I've been yeah. wearing Walmart my whole life. I get a first check first bag i'm going to gucci and and that's the mindset we gotta that was the rich dad mindset every time he got a raise what he did getting more debt yep, that boy was a superintendent yep. and he still couldn't couldn't live comfortably you know so um yeah that's that's what we're going to talk about so another thing i would like to talk about is our first ever investment you know um aziz is a little older than i am not too much but just a little so he's he's had his hands in investments Actually, that's how we met. He owned the gym. I was yeah. like, my mom go to that gym. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, my mom is a member at this gym. And we're going to talk about that. <laughs> partners. And we're, like I said, we're going to cover everything in this business and about how to choose partners and things like that. And I'll get more into that story later. But, that man, we had so... I, I didn't even remember that. Yes. We had so much in That's what is like, in common. <laughs> like, we knew each other already. Yeah, I said, yo, my mom is at the... He said, yeah, I'm, I'm a part owner. I said, yo, that is crazy. I never met a black guy who owned a gym. First of all... Especially from my hood, you know. What yeah, saying? yeah. I'm sorry, I'm. A, I, you know, we we from DC, so you may hear me say stuff like that. But being from my hood and seeing a black man, I, I, I could, I, I've never seen it. You know, and if it wasn't for the banking industry, I probably would never. It would have took me a little longer to see it. But that is what really made me say, "Yo, this man is something different." And then, yeah, we went from there, from the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. From the gym, too. And then what? Our first, really, after, that was a funny thing about us. So after we met, we met, what, probably a couple times in Dallas. I was heading back to D.C. That's right. You were heading back to that's D.C. That's right. And we met in D.C. At the harbor, right? The harbor. Remember that? We did meet at the harbor. That's right. <laughs> and we, you brought your boy along. Brought my boy. He, he and that, that was another it, investment. Yeah. That yeah, was right. another that's investment right. opportunity. Yep, yep. So that yeah. was, uh, man, I, man, it just, I don't know. The more I hear the story, it's like, Wow. This was meant to happen. It you was. know what I mean? It was. Absolutely. That's crazy. And it started from an open mindset. Open mindset. That's I had, it. yeah. That's it. And I moved to Dallas with nobody. I didn't have no family or friends. I had one uh, a mentor who got who who actually was the reason for me moving to Dallas. That's the only guy I knew out there. And um, I had to basically create my own foundation, family, and, and uh, support system out there but being open-minded was definitely how i got here now just because you're open-minded don't mean you have to say yes to everything it's just right. not saying no to everything is what it really that's is you know that's what i'm saying right. now, i'm not agreeing to everything but you know i'll go with it. and we'll talk about that Z, his first thing that aziz talked to me about was that amway mm-hmm. network and, and it didn't work out for me but aziz and i still here years later doing other investments so you know it's and that's a key thing Cornette, you brought up Every business is not going to work out for everybody. You have to realize that. But what I what I've learned reading, you know, you hear um, Jim Rohn, you know, um, Zig Ziglar. They say when opportunity comes to you and and it's presented to you, open, keep an open mind and work the opportunity until you see it doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. But so when most people say, "Oh, I don't do that. I heard about this. I heard about that. I ain't going to do that." They've already closed, and every opportunity that comes to them, mm-hmm. I don't have the money. Mm-hmm. It's, it's excuses. Mm-hmm. They're basically making excuses to validate, you know, their closed-mindedness. 
and their fear. And their fear. And we, I know me, we could create some excuses. Absolutely. We all do. <laughs> we all do. We just, all like, do just like when you're at the bar, you say, man, I, I can afford a couple. You you find a way to make one. Yeah, right. <laughs> as far as, you know, trying to make an excuse. So, that yeah, that that is true. And, and it didn't work for me. And, um. But I did find something else that did, you know. It led him to something else, you led see. Him to something else, you see. Right. Every 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 everything that you go through, there's a first step, right? That first that step you're taking, oh, you know, like you said, Amway. You know, some people may say get in and say, I'd still do it. I I tell you that. I'm still in network marketing. But when people get in, they say, Oh, well, this is not really what I want to do. But what will that lead you to? And Courtney saw the benefit as far as the education, being partnered with me, somebody that could help teach him. And that's the value. Everybody always looking at how much money I can make, mm-hmm. how fast I can make, especially, and Courtney will touch on that, especially the younger generation, yeah. the millennials, how fast and quick can I make it? And you're never going to make it <coughs> fast and quick. No. You're no. never going to do it. No, never. It's, it, it comes slow and steady, runs the race. That's that's right. been, and the thing is crazy, all this, these things that we all know, slow and steady, we've all been told this as a kid. Absolutely. We just... We just stray away. It's like when people used to come to the bank and say, I have to have everything at this bank. I'm like, damn it. You have it all at this bank? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know your grandmother told you, do not put all your eggs in one basket. That's right. And everybody reacts like, damn, you're right. Why, why stray away from okay. that? And you still did it anyway. But we still do it anyway because you know? of convenience, because of the life that, you know, social, the North society that we're in right now. But again, these these things that we, we have been told our whole life has still some truth to it. You know, so that again, slow and steady runs the race. Most millionaires are, are millionaires not due to one, one big giant industry. Right. They may have a, a lot of small industries that's providing them money to be a finance, to be a millionaire. That's so right. that's right. Again, like you said, millennials, we definitely have. I, I have that still currently to today have a problem, but that's why I keep people like Aziz. Keep <laughs> I somebody keep people, around. I Absolutely. keep people around me that well, we all do. definitely I keep somebody around too. Keep me grounded. <laughs> Get back to uh, the the investment. So. The first investment, it wasn't money. Courtney invested his his mindset. He invested his time oh, wow. yeah. to basically sit down with somebody that maybe could benefit him. But to read books, to study, to get involved in something, take action, that was an investment. See, people think investment has to do with money. Mm. And most times it does, but not all the time, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to put that sweat equity in, yeah. that's what they call it, that, that you don't got no money, but you got a lot of time. <laughs> so, and that's what I tell people. I tell people all the time when I first met Aziz, the way that I had to, I had to give sweat equity. And I tell people all the time, man, how you meet a mentor, how you, because Aziz started off as my mentor before my business partner. And I still, he still is a mentor, but we're more of a business partner relationship now. But people always say, how, how did you do this? How did that happen? And I say, because I have more time than Aziz. Aziz has more money than I have time. So we have, to, I have to give him some, you know, I have to give him time. And he, in reward, he, he something's going to pay out. But as starting off, when you don't have money, I always tell people, Give your time because most successful people don't have the time. You know what I'm saying? So, so you got to say, well, how can I give you? What can I do to alleviate some of the stuff and help you get more time? You do that to anybody who you want to be a mentor. I promise you, it will. They will see that. Uh, that's like with an intern. That's right. It's just like an intern. Yep. Intern don't have no money, no. But they get the experience. So therefore, when the time comes, presents itself. He will look out for you, mark my words. And that's how you're going to understand how you find a good person, right? Because 
a successful people, and uh, you know, I'm I'm growing. I'm still gaining the the goals and achieving things that I want to achieve. So by no means am I sitting here saying I'm you know you know Donald Trump or I guess that's a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be the I'm name. I'm no Warren Buffett, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm no Warren Buffett, right? But it's it's the thing that that we say that all right, well, like Courtney said, you invest the time. You find somebody and say, all right, open mindset. I'm gonna put the time in. I'm I'm gonna put what I can into this to get something out of it, right? And again, most people they fall off on that piece. They right, they fall off. They Amen. fall off, and then 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 they think, okay, it's supposed to happen right away, you know, and, and then it doesn't. So now they're frustrated. Anywhere, in, and we're going to talk more about Courtney's story as we go through these podcasts, because you know, me and him are doing this together. I, look, well, again, we started off with a book at the bank. Now we're doing investments <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So you can start from wherever you are and get where you need to be. If you're listening to the, some of the things Courtney is telling you that he did to get there, yeah. And and, and <laughs> I don't want y'all to think I'm out here either. We, but it's just I do feel like by us, you know, being from Washington D.C., we lived in Atlanta, we lived in Dallas, and now we currently live in Houston, and we still are, you know, being able to to thrive. I do think that there is something that we are doing correctly. You know, I'm not going to say it, it is all that we're doing is correct, but I do feel like we do have some value to share, and that's why we created this podcast, because we, we used to do a class once a, once a month here in Houston, over for over a year, had a nice 20, 20 to 30 people, and COVID hit, and we was like, man, we still have this, not, and we've been, when COVID hit, we had, we learned a lot more in 2020, and gained so much more in 2020, they was like, yo, we really need to tell our community this information because it's, it's and podcasts is, this is the reason why we started this uh this podcast is to give out the little tips and stuff that we have so we hope you enjoy absolutely let me talk up a little bit about that so <clears throat> you you all you can look at the bad side of things you can look at the good side of things covid everybody's oh this and that there's complaining it was mm-hmm. the worst time ever mm-hmm. so what happened we were teaching a class right yeah the old style because really that's old school yeah, right true. and then so we started saying yeah. all right we need to do something else because we want to keep this going right. so we started doing live, live on facebook. facebook live yeah. and then we said all right well that's <laughs> maybe not more as acceptable as as doing a podcast so yeah. it led us to this yeah, so right. covid COVID, a bad situation, if you look at it, led us to do this podcast. And you're going to see, you know, in a few months, a few years down the road, how much this will grow for us. But that happened off of a bad situation. So you take a bad situation and you turn it into something good, again, if you have the proper mindset. Mindset is key. That's why That's why we started this first podcast talking about mindset shift. Because you, the mindset is the, like, as he used to always say, that we used to go have cigars and, 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 and uh, he would always say, man, the mindset is the thing that you have to control because I give you a million dollars right now, as we all have seen, you can blow that. Oh, I, oh, I've man. literally seen a young man walk into my bank with a million dollar check, literally. But his mindset was he had the he had a FedEx envelope and a book bag. His mindset was to I'm about to come in the bank, <laughs> cash this million dollars, not a customer, yeah. cash it. He said, "All I want, he said, I want to open up a new account. Got this million dollar check. I just want a hundred thousand on cash so I can buy this car." He had a book bag for us to give him the hundred thousand, and see that mindset alone, just that that type of mindset. It was he he. I can tell you right now that was he, that million dollars he blew within eighteen months. Ouch! He ended up owing the bank. Man, and that that's a that's a shame. And that and again, that's why we're doing what we're doing. We have, you know, again, we're not. I wouldn't say necessarily we're the gurus. But we have something to offer to people mm-hmm. that can help people in our community. So in, in, in that particular mindset, we see it happen all the time. So I just read the other day the, the ratio between 
the gaps between the, the household of the black family and the gap between the household and the Caucasian family. It's like 71% for the for the Caucasian family and 17%, I'm saying one seven, yeah. 17%. Of thousand. Thousand, like thousand, you know, up, per, yeah. per ratio, yeah. seventeen thousand to seventy, uh, seventy-one thousand. Wow! So that's a huge gap, a huge gap. Yeah. And what's the reason for it? It's mindset. You know, uh, people want to believe other things. Why? But it's really because we're not taught. We're, we we fall into this. Go to school, go to college, get a job, so you can work for somebody for the rest of your life. And that's that's nothing wrong with that necessarily. But again, and broaden your mindset outside of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and that most like I think COVID killed. The, that whole old school way, that Absolutely. going to college, that because that's what I, that's what I used to, that's what I was told, go to college. Because my parents didn't, my father didn't graduate from high school, my mom didn't graduate from college, so I was always told, grad, you know, this is the way. Yeah. When in actuality, that was a false, a false. And then the way you go to college, see the way that a lot of people went to college, they went for free. Yeah. Whether it was a grant, whether their parents had to take out a home equity loan, which uh, the majority of the Caucasian, they their parents. Had their grandparents was given a property that value that that appreciated, so they was able to go to the bank, use that as collateral, and send their kid to school for free. So now when their kid come out, they could be making a hundred thousand. A black kid could be making a hundred thousand, both at the same position. But because that black guy got debt, another one who don't have no debt, who who has more wealth? Because you could be a millionaire, but you got debt, you ain't a millionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a, a great point, Cornell. I talked to my boy up in uh, D.C. the other day about that. A lot of the generational wealth that we don't see is because of that specific reason. We don't have homes. You can take equity out of your homes, invest. You can take equity out of homes, pay for your students. So that is ultimately one of the first investments that you want to make. And that people say, oh, house is an investment. No, it's only an investment if you're making different there moves from the house. Yes. Like I said, now I'm advancing my kids. <laughs> yes. Now I'm investing in some yeah. stocks or things. Then your home is an investment. Correct. And, and, and uh, on the flip side, and Robert Kiyosaki says it all the time, on the flip side, what it is is a liability. Yeah. Because it ain't taking nothing out. It might look good and fancy, Correct. comfortable, Correct. but it's taking money out of your pocket Correct. all day. It's really a liability. Absolutely. But how you use it, it could turn, because that, that's the only way that as of right now we can use you know, you can use a house as collateral. Mm-hmm. I remember at the bank, somebody told me only invest in things that are, are uh, uh, not only invest, but primarily invest in things that are uh, not man-made. So yep. what is not man-made? Uh, land. Yeah. <laughs> land. You can't. Houston is as big as Houston going to get. You, I don't care how much money. You can't add on to Houston. That's right. You <laughs> okay. So if you want something in Houston, land is the key. So uh, gold or stuff that that God can only create. Is what holds its value. Absolutely. So just that was a nugget right there. I hope, hope y'all took it. <laughs> that was a great nugget right there. And we'll get into the specifics as far as that goes. Sure. But you know, again, we're doing, we're just kind of shooting the breeze here, mm-hmm. talk, talking about us. Yeah. You know, getting familiar with what we're trying to do and, and things like that. But we'll get into specifics. You know, as we go, you know, we gonna want to want you guys to keep watching, keep listening. You know, we're gonna get feedback. Um, we want to hear what you have to say. So we want to help us grow by you listening and telling us what you need to grow. Correct. Right. And we're active in the field. Absolutely. So continue to let us know so we can, you know, I want to use the stuff that y'all tell us so I can use in the field, see if it works or not. Again, we both are not the ones who are afraid to try something. Right. Because again, as an investor, 
that's what you're going to have to do. And yeah. invest, an investor tries and fails. That, that's the thing. <laughs> tries and fails. So, and we talked about, so it, the first investment that Courtney made was the Amway, you know. Yeah. And that was basically, he was getting knowledge. He, Correct. He, he met somebody that could help mentor him, teach Correct. him things. So the next investment he made, because I, I was already in the game, mm-hmm. flipping houses, you know, had some businesses and things like that's that. Right. So he invested some money. That's right. right? That was my real first investment. Yeah. Other than time, my first tangible financial investment I mean, anyway, I did put a little bit of money, but that first investment was Aziz hit me up with this mindset. He said, man, you got this money. He had to change my mindset. Why keep this money in the bank? That was a mindset that I was just, I was just taught. Keep the money in the bank. You get back. Keep it in the bank. Like, it's the, it's the bank. He said, listen, brother, that, that money, and this was in 2014 when interest rates was .01. He said, man, you get this money in the bank that they ain't giving you nothing. Well, I have an opportunity to give you, in six months, I would give you 20%. And, and granted, now, I'm thinking my first mindset, I'll never forget, because it was like, what, 2500 yeah. 20% was only like six $700. And I was like, man, that ain't no money. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because in the, in the hood, you you it's a, a flip is double. Yeah. If I, if I put five, I need to get ten. Yeah. When I ask you, honestly, that's not, that's, that's not always true. Not unless you're in the dope game. Yeah, unless you're in the dope game. <laughs> but, well, most investors, they look for a nice 20 to 30. Man. You know, if I get 20 to 30, I'm happy. That's a win. That's a right win. There. And I had to, that was something that took me years to understand. But I did, when I first went, Aziz gave me that check back, and I, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, once you get that first return on your investment, you're like, okay. It's so much easier to get. It's like, I guess I compare it to swimming. Like, once you put your toe, and you're like, oh, this thing ain't really that cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, damn, I thought this really was going to be colder than what it was, and that's, you put your toe in there. You're like, oh, this not that, that cold. Step, that first step is the hardest. <laughs> that first step is the hardest. So, but since we're on that topic, Courtney, go, now tell them. You know, and we'll again we'll yeah. break down all those, but tell them where you at now. Like just break okay. them down from that investment to the next to the next to the yeah. next to where you are. So that was the, yeah, all that. That was the first. We we I don't want to because that's that's gonna be more podcasts. Cause, okay, you but I would tell where I'm at right now. Where where we currently at right now? I just quit my job, my nine to five last month. So now I'm a, I'm officially entrepreneur. I've been living rent free since October. I bought a fourplex here in Houston. And uh, it's at 100% occupied. Um, so so I went from thinking that my money had to stay in the bank, <laughs> right? Thinking that uh, I was I had no mindset of investing. I had no mind. I had no mindset of what to do with a house. But after hours, I would say over a thousand hours of talking with disease, us meeting every Saturday at the cigar lounge, just to keep, just football transition. Man, we used to meet at people yeah. just watch the football game. Just watch the football. And rap, you know? Just changing my mindset, just learning how things really operate. But he gave me an idea of just, you know you could do it this way. You could still get that same goal, but achieve it at a different route and not have to worry about stressing or not a W-2 or 9 to 5. Just, just a lot of stuff that um I, I was conditioned. Why I was conditioned? My Both of my parents retired from the government one was for 41 years my dad he, he worked for the same job 41 years my mom 35 that's 76 years collectively with the government wow yeah so my mindset was at the graduation i was really supposed to come back home and go to and, and get a job with the government yeah. 
And I remember telling my mom, I'm moving. I'm going to Dallas. She, she was so afraid. She yeah. was like, no, don't do that. They hanging people like yeah. she, she had a whole different mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to take that. But I went from that to now, like I said, we invested. In, I got we, we got our hands on two different properties. We closed on two properties in January that we working on, you know. Um, we steady investing. I invest yeah. in gold. I invested so many different investments now that I could not have said I would have done at the age of 25. If it wasn't for having an open mindset. If it wasn't for having an open mindset. And now I'm a 100% business owner. Yes, right. You don't go to a job no more. That's he ain't right. answering to nobody. That's right. You know, and, and no, by no means will he say he's rich, mm -mm. but he, he's he's able to basically replace his income with the investments that he made where he don't got to go to work no more. Correct. And that's the goal, right? Correct. That's the goal. And you grow from there. Well, it's the, it's the, the second book that is he's, the Rich Dad Poor Dad was the first one, but then getting out that rat race. Yeah was the second mindset. Like, you don't got to be rich. I just need my expenses to be low. That's it. And my residual income to keep coming in. That's it. That's and that's, that's really, I tweeted that yesterday. I said, the goal is to keep your expenses low and your residual paying for your expenses. So I don't have no car note. You know, I don't have no house note. Again, like he said, I ain't balling by all means. However, my expenses are low and my residual income is taking care of the little expenses that I do have. Now, as my investments get big, I hope my expenses get, you know, I'm hoping that my lifestyle get grown. Yeah, it will. You know, but, but that is, I think, again, that's part of that mindset Absolutely. shift. And I hope y'all are following the progression here from where he started from to where he is at now. And then you're going to see in five years what he will be, you know. Uh, yeah. and, and again, it's a progression. <laughs> and it's not happening overnight. Not happening overnight. You know, so I hope you guys are picking up on that, what he's talking about here. Because it's yeah. very important. So so yeah, that was my first investment. Let's let's see. What was your first investment? Man, my first investment was when I was in Morehouse. So I was always my dad. So I'll give you a little breakdown. I mean, my dad was always business owner. He owned a security slash locksmith company in Maryland D.C. area. So he always he always instilled that in me. Man, you got to own your own business. If you're gonna work hard for somebody, work and make them rich. Work hard for yourself and make you rich. There you go. Right, and it may take a long time to do that, but either way, it's the same amount of work. <laughs> You know what I mean? The same amount I'm still of work. working. I'm still Absolutely. sweating. But, but the fear, especially in our community, is the fear is that if you have a business, you know, if the money doesn't come in, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And it's, it's, a, it's a valid fear, right? I'm sure when Courtney, because me and Courtney talked about him quitting his job for a while. Over a year. You know? And so, once y'all know that, over yeah. 18 months, I have been saying, I'm going to quit this job, quit this job. And it, it is big fear. <laughs> it's a fear. And it's natural. Don't worry about that fear. So what you have to do is... is you, when you're changing your mindset, you're getting information. That's how you can get over the fear. Mm -hmm. And it's still the fear is going to be there. But now you say, okay, I got certain certain mm -hmm. knowledge. I got certain information. Now I can take a step to overcome that. Ooh, that's like weapons. Absolutely. I looked at it like, so I, I'm afraid, but now the more knowledge I got, the more it's like I got weapons to to, to battle whatever my fear it may Absolutely. be. You know what I'm saying? So like, I like that. I like and that. we always say, and, and, you know, it's a popular term, you know, back in the 60s, 70s, and even growing up with us, you know, What's what's the the most dangerous uh, black person is an educated black man? That somehow goes like yeah, that, right? The most dangerous, yeah, is an educated, 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 black, educated man. black man. Yeah. So, but what education, right? So we think, oh, college, that's a, that is a certain type of education. Who's, who's, but that doesn't make you dangerous, <laughs> that right? You dangerous. That doesn't make you dangerous. What makes you dangerous is how you can create wealth for you, your community, your family. Right and pass that along. That's the danger. That's the danger. Cause they don't want that. I look at people you like know what I'm saying? like Master P. Like he Absolutely. he said something the other day. He said, "Man, I, he said we don't even know how to." He Master P gave an interview about how he was trying to acquire Reebok. Yeah. 
and how he did it because Reebok owned so much debt. But see, he learned his not. He learned how these big corporations are making money off of debt, right? And he and he went into this deal not using all of his money. But he said, now I learned that. So now that's a threat again. So whatever fear that he was was positioning, he said, oh, I learned this. This I got a tool for that. Yeah. I got a, I got something in my in my in my secret stash that can handle this because right. he don't know that I know how to, how I could get this property or get this business because Reebok owes so much in debt. I said, my God. So yeah. like you said, that knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And so you went from you were from from Morehouse. Morehouse, I had it when I was, the funny thing is, like I said, locksmith security, that type of thing. When I was in Morehouse, right, I had grants, I worked, I worked at UPS, and also had a little side business, because I knew the locksmith game, I came up with my dad, so what I would do is, all the, the, the my student, the, my fellow students, peers and stuff, they would get locked out of their car, they would need a key to their house, or something like that, they lost it, I would, that was my side hustle. I was Smart. doing locksmithing when I was in school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that ba- and, and and I bet that was a little nice little That was a nice little chain. Yeah, you know, I locked myself up all, all the time. time. <laughs> I can't even all the time. All the time. I've done that. <laughs> and so they would know me, you know, as hey, you know, you got a problem with some you lost your key or you need to get in your car, call Z, you know. He'll help you out. And that was a hustle. And so as I went to school, so I I'll break this down for you. I never finished Morehouse, right? I left, right? I left right before really that I was supposed to graduate. Because as I grew, as as I saw what was going on there, they were training me to work for somebody to else. work for somebody else. And I knew from from my own education, from my dad, you know, having a business, telling me things like work for yourself to make yourself rich. I saw that that was not going to happen in college mm. for me. Right again, we're not knocking college here necessarily. I'm talking about my where I came from. Mm. So I saw that. So I left. And what did I do when I left? I basically I, I went in and took over my dad's business, locksmith business. So I had a locksmith business in D.C. Maryland area. Probably for a good, I don't know, 10 years, you know, I was building that, building that. And then I eventually I sold it. I always had a, a, a mindset of moving back to Texas. My family, I had some family here. We're all originally from D.C., but they moved here. And when I was a kid, we moved here for a few years and we moved back to the D.C. area. So I always had that mindset. If I move back to Texas, I can have a better lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the key. You, you have to understand lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not about. Am I driving a Bentley? Do I have a million? Do I have a mansion that's worth a million dollars or a million plus? Right? It's not about that. It's about your lifestyle. It's not about that. It's about your lifestyle. And from your lifestyle, you can grow. It's like Courtney talked about his 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 debt is less than his revenue. Right? He's bringing in more than he owes. So therefore, he can create a different lifestyle. So now Courtney can get up anytime he wants. You know, he can take a vacation anytime he wants, mm-hmm. you know, all that was still, you know, maintaining what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a lifestyle. Yeah, right. It's yeah. not a nine to five. That's true. It's a different lifestyle. So you realize with lifestyle, you get down here in the south, which I feel like post COVID, a lot of people going to realize that. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot south. of people realizing that. But, but yeah. So, so uh, that was a 10 year journey, though. Right? So your first investment was the. Basically the locksmith. The locksmith. I, I invested in that, built that business. And then sold it. See, that, that's the deal. That's that's they was talking about that on Breakfast Club this morning because so many people, um, like Rihanna, she owns fifteen percent of a billion dollar corporation. Oh, wow, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. is it people think they want to own a hundred percent of it all? Yeah, but damn it, a hundred percent of nothing is nothing. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a huge problem in our community. <laughs> that's a huge. We want to own it all. Everything, and that's not how that's not how wealth is built. Again, let, me, let me let me let me put something out there to you real quick. <laughs> if you didn't know it, you don't build mindset. You're not building wealth by yourself. It's a team effort. Look at all the wealthy people and you'll see they have this group, that group, this team, that team. That's how they build wealth. You're not doing it by yourself. Never. 
So no. get out of that mindset now. Never. Please. Please. You got a partner. I, I you have to. And I, it, it wasn't uh, Zig Ziglar. What's the other? He was a Jamaican pastor. He died in a car Miles accident. Monroe. Miles Monroe yeah. said this. <laughs> Miles Monroe said, black people, we open up something. We want to isolate ourselves. Yeah, that's right. He said, but when you see a McDonald's, you will see a Burger King. That's when right. you see a Popeye's, you will see a KFC. When you see a CVS, you will see a Walgreens. And why is that? They're not, they not saying, oh, let's move away from the competition. They understood that if somebody's coming over here, their mindset is already for a particular item. So why not give them options? You, and they both thrive. CVS and Walgreens are always side by always side, side by and they side. always make, and you ain't see too many of them closing down. That's right. Bank of America Chase always will be side by side Always, and they're still the top one. So it's, 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 you got that's the mindset. But again, as blacks, and again, I'm not. I just want this to be clear. Not putting no fault on black. Cause I understand how we got here. Right. So I, I, we are very, we are both very clear of the history and reasons why. Um, but it's like the old saying: when you know better, you have to do better. Right. right. So now we know the history. So now we have to do better. Right. Right. Um, and I don't like to dwell too much in the past because you don't get too far driving looking at the rearview mirror. That's right. You know, so ain't no point in me driving continuously looking behind me. Right. You know, like I'm going to keep glancing back. I never forget where I come from, but I'm not, you don't make progression that way. So um, we do know, I say all that to say is we definitely know our history, why we come in, where we come from, but we definitely don't want to use that as a crutch any longer That's right. because there are definitely ways. And mindset is the first way because you won't you won't be able to see the opportunities being that mind you won't even understand the, the miles monroe concept of how come two people who offer the same stuff can open up in the same neighborhood and still thrive that's right that's right that should let you know right there black people we we can i'm not gonna um instead of us let me let me go to a community and say hey man i do a t-shirt company how can i add value to your business that's right we can both make millions because if I got 100% of this 50,000, I'd rather have 2% of 50 million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, Shit. Absolutely. And then that's, you know, and again, like he's saying, what we're trying to do is, is maybe hit you a little harder saying, you know, in our community, in our community. And you hear that a lot. It's not basically like we're trying to come down hard on our community. We understand where it came from. But at the same time, you know what? And and, and this is my, our me and Courtney's philosophy and it's other people's philosophy. I believe it's always going to be racism. First of all, get it out of your mind that, you know, that person looking out for you, you looking out and, and, and that's not going to happen. You need to look out for your own community. Right. And I believe that we can bridge that gap to whatever racism that we have. It's economics. Correct. It's the only you know, way. It's economics. The only way. Right. And that's if you see, I don't care who you're dealing with, what race, what culture. If you bring the, the economics to the table or value to them, they're going to sit down with you. Nine times out of ten, unless they're just way off, you know, they don't want to deal with, you know, they're just that that bad. He's so true. Nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. Green or opportunity, they're going to sit with you. We they got, don't necessarily have to like you. And we have a couple of people in our community who can show you that, from your Tyler Perry's to your Absolutely. Jay-Z. Jay-Z was a, they hated him when he first, he was a hip-hop guy. They, exactly. I remember reading articles of, he talking about drugs, this and women. Now, his money law. He, 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 I'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk. Right. You see, you see Hennessy just bought Ace of Spades? No, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. Hennessy, Jay-Z, Ace of Spades, he invested in that. Yeah. Brought it up to a certain caliber. Now Hennessy just acquired 50% of Ace of Spades. Oh, wow. Right. You see what I'm saying? And now, because again, Hennessy, you don't think they don't like black people? I, I, they, don't, they don't care. They, right. they, but that money, 
Jay-Z was able to bring to the table, we'll sit down and talk to you. Because yeah. clearly you can make some money. You can make <laughs> and, that, and that's why I said, now, once once they let you up into that certain caliber, they don't care about the race no more. Yeah, Cause one crazy. thing how America has showed you, money is what they care about. That's what they care that's about. That's why Texas opened up. <laughs> we care right. about money more than people. We're business-minded more than anything else. I don't want them. To, I don't want you to think that it's a race war. It is an economical war Absolutely. at the end of the day. Because the wealth gap has only grew. Last year in 2020, you have, in the middle of a pandemic, 60 million people or so filed for unemployment. Also that same year, you have 56 new billionaires. Brand new billionaires. Now that, that's a lot. How you look at it? How you, mindset again. So you trying to tell me in the middle of a, that means people were still making money. Yeah. By I all means, you got 50 more, fifty plus people that just became a billionaire. Yeah. Not a millionaire, but a billion. Come on, people. If that don't, if that don't, economics is the only way that we're going to be able to end race. Semi end racism. Yeah. <laughs> but again, if you have the, the good economics in your community, yeah. Racism or not, who I, cares? I look like, <laughs> like I look at the Jewish community. I look at the Germany. Oklahoma, That's right. Yeah. I look. I look at all these communities who had war, who have genocide, and who, yeah. who've had you know stuff approached them, and they the only way that they got out of it right. wasn't from no protest. I mean, wasn't from no marches. Like they yeah. were. Let's get this paper up. Let's get it right. Let's get this paper. They could. They could. I've heard a Jewish man say, "I might not like this man." Yeah. I really may not like, but I understand the bigger cause. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still gonna put money in his pocket. Before I do outside my race, and once us as black folks collectively are able to do that, which I do believe is coming, I don't want y'all to think this is a, uh, you know, we're we're not optimistic. We're very optimistic. And well, I think we're gonna have a role in it. I think we will. That's why we're doing this. I do think so. So um, yeah, this this is what you're gonna expect on this podcast. You know, um, just two guys. We will have some people. We will definitely bring on uh some some guests because as an investor we invest in all types of things from like we say gems to to uh health products to makeup products That's to right. real estate to gold silver to you yeah, know Bitcoin, houses, cryptocurrency houses, right. we, we invest because right. that is the way it goes <laughs> That's right. That's right. but you gotta shift the mindset in order to see to see the opportunity because i, I forget who said this but a million dollar idea is presented to us on a daily basis. Daily basis. However, we may not have the mindset or the the right eyeglasses, the paradigm to even see the idea. Absolutely. But damn it, it's an idea. Solve a problem, and that's a, you're a millionaire. That's right. The bigger the problem, the more money you will make. That's right. That's right. And and there's no you know it's no necessarily amount of intelligence. If you and that's we'll get into books and things like that. If you look at Ford, you know probably one of the wealthiest men in the world, and still his family is probably one of the wealthiest families in the world. He tell you in a minute. I don't know, but I got to, I pay somebody that does know. That's all you got to do. Robbie have a Kiyosaki partner. Way. That's right. Have a partner. <laughs> That's right. You know, have somebody you can pay. Hey, I don't know, but let me call my man real quick. Correct. He gonna tell you Correct. what the right answer is. Correct. <laughs> and I and and I tell I tell that story in a way I, I'm not as as clear as Ross is with that, but. We gotta, and people say, "Well, I don't have time to be doing that." So that's why you have to, you have to figure out a game plan to scale people first, yeah. to because the people is what's going to make you the money. So you have to figure out that's when you're. That is when the strategicness and the creativity has to come. And I tell people all the time, the way that my, I give you an example, Aziz, Aziz, the, the way he scales people, he give him a book, he give him that rich dad poor dad book because he knows he, Aziz done already wasted a lot of oxygen, and 
gems and good points for people who could care less. That's right. So he said, I got to figure out a way to not waste my damn time. I, I bet you was probably getting upset. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm absolutely. saying? I keep giving this boy all this. Not, he ain't grasping. One way he, he figured out a way to scale, I, get, I he give books. That ain't cost him $10. Yeah. Just give me this book. You come back after you read this book. I know. That's that's a, that's a figure out a way to scale people, you know, to, to say if they could do this, then I know that they're serious about that. Because a lot of time gets wasted trying to interview and see who is the right person, this, that, and the third, right. where, um, you know, like you said, the best of the best, they put people in their corner. Yeah. However, I do know that they have to have a way to scale the right person. Like, how do I know that this is the right guy? I need to even have in my corner. You know, A lot of people talk. A lot of people talk. And the book is action. If you read this book, then you, you're serious. That's right. And I learned that from my Amway mentor. He said, mm. look, that's how you break them down. Don't waste your time because you're going to go through a lot of people. So Give them true. a book. If they read the book, they serious. If See? not, keep it moving. See, I never even heard that story, but I did know. <laughs> I recognized it, and I, when I first got here, man, I was trying to. Every time Aziz would give me some knowledge, oh my God, I was like, yo, so many people need to know this. I go tell my cousins, my, <laughs> and that's Aziz. He said, yeah, man, you go. Your family is gonna hurt you more. That's right. That's your right. family, cause you. I'm like, yo, I'm giving y'all this nuggets. I know this is, and y'all still ain't even listening to me. Nope. I got family members that still to today. What not? I'm like y'all. Clearly, I'm doing, clearly doing something oh, right. right. <laughs> just I'm I'm just telling y'all what somebody told me. Yeah. And you still and then I could tell a complete stranger, who I've never met, and he'll listen and take more heed of that advice, than my own first cousin. Wow. Like somebody who we share real blood. With, and, right. and and again by that, giving the book away, I've I found out little ways that I have. Do to to scale out somebody. I tell them you know look at this article and, and then the next time I talk to them we talk about it then. I'm not even about to. I, I can't get past this. Yeah, we we ain't got there yet. Can't, can't, yeah, I'll holler at you later. Right? Yeah, I'll holler at you later. And, and now I, that helped my own mental because I used to get mad. Yeah, I do. I and I still do because <laughs> when you have that passion to want yeah. to help somebody, it's like, man, why you don't see it? But you gotta just like, all right, I move on. You yeah, know? somebody on. will see it. Somebody gonna. And see that's it. why we created this podcast because because this is again the same information that we could be giving to somebody. You know, our own cousin. My cousins, if they ever listen to this, they might. Damn, he did tell me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gave all my family and fr I gave all my family and friends, my close family and friends, wherever I lived. I said, you can move with me six months for free and create a, a opportunity for yourself. I don't know. Cause nobody said, hey man, move to Atlanta. Yeah, you can live six months with me. Get a job. You know what I'm saying? That's six months. You don't have to worry about living and giving yourself a time to start. Ask me how many people in my family, and I have a big family. Now, none of them did. I had one god brother. He did, and and life when life hit him a little too, he got out of there, you know. And now I know he tell me, damn, he he came to Houston with me when I did when I wasn't a realtor. Mm. And now I told him, hey man, you know I own a fourplex. He's like, what? Like, dude, you this could have been you. Yep. We, we both came down here the exact same month, and and now I, you know, so I, I stopped getting angry, and I'm and I'm I'm giving it out for free to the to the community. Hopefully, people hopefully, that want to take it, if yeah, not, leave it alone. Because I know whoever comes to this podcast, they they want to learn. They 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 have they have the passion. They have the passion. You know, they have that open mind. I have no uh, problems giving you nuggets that help me succeed. You know, and I, and Aziz the same way. He have no problem giving you stuff, tools in life that he used that I know that that affects you. And it's easy. he's the guy that reads multiple books. <laughs> so he all day. Like like I said, like I guess I keep people in my corner too, like who I know are just natural born 
It's in them, like yeah. you know, a researcher, natural uh, analytics guy. Yeah. That's naturally him. You got natural. I'm a marketer. I'm a, I'm in the put me in the in the face of the people. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, that's naturally yeah. me. Yeah. 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 So why why steer away from that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. so I I keep people in my corner who are naturally like that because I know, even if it is small as the the newest thing, I, I know if you're a natural researcher, you did that just by you. You a researcher. You they go pass it on to you. You pass it on to me. That's right. You know so. Yeah, man. Just but the mindset. I, I just want to be clear that this. I think we should t- we name this one mindset. Mindset. There you go. There, that's yeah. a good. That's a good one. This one, right one there. needs the the mindset because from here, anything else we tell you, if you don't change the mindset, you gonna miss it. You gonna miss it all day. You gonna miss you it. Gonna go over your head. We gonna go over a banking a banking uh, way to acquire some debt. Yep. You know how to leverage the banking because again, I I have ten plus years in banking, so I'm that's what my expertise. Aziz has ten plus years in real estate and 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 being an entrepreneur, so he's gonna and we we're gonna. Bring and show you how we we are making this thing work cohesively so so yeah man just just get the mindset first and if y'all could just shift your mindset this this podcast is gonna be gonna add a lot of value and that's that's the only thing Aziz and I want to do any any relationship and if it's a podcast relationship a business we want to be able to add value so it's a win-win that, and that's what you Aziz Absolutely. taught me the win-win motto so I, I would never go into a deal <laughs> If it ain't a win-win, even if your win is not as great as mine, because I might be putting a little bit more money or time, but did you win? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean? as long as you won, you didn't you didn't go down. Yeah. I added value to your life. You won. So so you know that's as, that's our goal. And as long as you create relationships like that, you're gonna grow and grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. And Zig Ziglar said, you know, you, you're gonna as many, the more people you help. The more you'll get what you want. The more help, the more you help people get what they want. The more you're gonna help get what you want. That's right. And that that's the philosophy we need to have. So we're helping. Also, a thing to our podcast that maybe some others aren't doing. We provide opportunity too. You talk about different things we do, and we'll get more into that. But we'll also provide you with the opportunity sure. to take advantage of what we're talking about. For sure. You know. For sure. So yeah, we definitely want to. And and I did hear Zig Ziglar say that too. And I've heard a couple of people say the more. You only a boss is how many bosses you created that's around right. you. That's right, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it works. And that's and and the thing is that Zig Ziglar said it. I guarantee you, meet somebody in the Eastern Eastern civilization, somebody in China who studied Buddha. Yeah. He probably said something similar to that. You only are as manly who you are for the community that you created. That's right. You know, so if I'm at the top of the throne and everybody else below me is is not eating, then I I ain't winning. You ain't did nothing. I am not successful. No. Nope. Now, if everybody below me is all doing, they all executives, they all CEOs, oh, yeah, there we go. We doing good. We doing something. We all win. Win-win. Win-win. So, hey, guys, I, ho- I hope you, um, I do hope you you follow us, follow the journey, because I promise you, we will give you some good pieces of information. Uh, we do want some, some good constructive criticism. This is our, both of our first time. Uh, so you know we not gonna take it bad. We gonna we gonna listen. Like I said, we'll listen to everything now. Whether we we gonna adjust to it or not, <laughs> whether it makes sense, whether it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But but for sure, please, you know, let us know wh- how we can improve or what can we do to to add value because this would be pointless if we're not adding value. Like I don't want I don't want to waste both of our times if we're not adding value. Not at all. Not at all. So yeah, man. Um, I guess we better end it. I guess we end it here. Yeah, I don't got too much. I, I'm I'm. I'm happy. Um, I'm excited. 
I think it's gonna be good, a good deal. I can't wait till we get some guests. We got this nice little studio, yeah, so absolutely. it's gonna be good, y'all. Win win all of it. And, and remember, this is uh, this is our mindset, our first one, mindset. Mindset, that's right. And and remember, win win, win win. <laughs> and we will, we will continue to to help you guys out through this journey. So, man, we we look forward to talking to you guys the next time, man. Till next time, I guess. All right, peace. Keep growing. Peace. Keep growing. Hey, this is Courtney. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Real Estate of Mind, the number seven. That's Real Estate of Mind, the number seven. Z Ross here. You can follow me on Facebook.com backslash Aziz Ross. I'll spell it for you A Z I Z dot R O S S.